And welcome to this week's episode of Morbidly Deceased Podcast. I am your host, JT McCallum. And I'm Evan Delworth. And uh, what episode even is this? Seven? It's, it's six. six? Okay. My solo episode will be seven. I see. I okay. Fucked it up and I gotta redo it. <laughs> no, that's fine. <laughs> but yeah, it'll be seven. This is six. Okay. Episode six. Okay, perfect. Wow. Six episodes. That's, that's actually kind of great. Like, I... Not that I didn't have faith in us, but I did kind of think that we would like stop and be like, oh, well, let's like wait a bit, and well, no, you know like, what I mean. But I know what you, I know, I know exactly what you're saying because at the same time, like, there's tons of shit to talk about. But I'm thinking, like, what do we talk about next? And then right. it's like, Oh, we'll just talk about this, and then we end up with like talking about it for so long, right? And it turns out to be a good episode, and then it's like, fuck, what do we do now? Yeah, exactly. And then you will pick something, or we'll talk about something, and it's like, oh, then we have a whole another topic to talk about, so right? It's 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 weird like that. Yeah, no, for sure. And like, it feels like it's been a long time since you and I have sat down. No, like, it, it does. Like, it honestly feels like it's been like three months, not three weeks. Like, it's actually <laughs> it pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, am I the only one that like after like Christmas and shit, like after all that's done with, I'm like, okay, it can be Halloween time now. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I no. mean? Like, I, I just have that feeling. I'm like, okay, like we're done with that. Cool. Like, let's go back. No, <laughs> like, I know. I can't. Let's go to Halloween again. <laughs> As soon as it's like September, I'm like, here we go. Yeah, this is like Halloween season. It, right, now. exactly. I can't um, wait. <laughs> yeah, see, my um, Halloween festivities, if you want to call it, starts in like spring because, like, well, when it turns from winter to spring, like that, really, where sometimes in like March or a little bit before, where it's like still snow on the ground, but it's like still like really warm outside. Oh yeah. Because um, like that's when I think I first like watched Dawn of the Dead and then that's when I started going through my real like horror obsession yeah. stuff. So when like I just have like really fond memories of like opening up my window and it being like that crisp air it, it per- and the smell. Yeah, yes. exactly. And then like I'll I was reading like Fangoria and I was watching like Tom Savini stuff and I'm like <laughs> life is great. And I was like 13. <laughs> and then so like every time it's like that weather out again, I'm like, "Oh, this is awesome. Like let's start this shit." As soon as I see leaves on the ground, I'm like, "Yes." Yeah. It's time. Like, yes, exactly. Oh. That's yeah. my that's my favorite thing when the leaves start to hit the ground. I immediately think of Halloween, like yep. the movie, yeah, because like it's just even sometimes when I walk around and there's leaves on the ground, I like play certain things from the movie in my head. Right. I'm like, man, I'm just like walking down the street. There could be like maybe somebody's watching me. <laughs> right, or I get like some of the the bits from the score in my head. Oh when yeah, I'm walking, I yeah, just, like, like, like hum it, like, like Laurie's theme. Yeah. yeah, every time I'm walking, oh, yeah, I used man. to walk to school just humming that to myself, and yeah, <laughs> that's so funny. This is how nerdy we are. Yeah, this no, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, it's funny that you mentioned that, uh, the whole, like, um, you're like, oh, maybe someone's watching me, because, like, my aunt is petrified of Michael Myers, and, um, she called me one time, because she was out for a run, and there was, like, just a guy, like, standing there, but she was so scared, because she thought it was, like, Michael Myers, oh my and she's like, oh my god, <laughs> like, she's like, how, how can you like this shit? I'm like, I love it so much, like, um, you know those, um, awful-looking Michael Myers things they have at, like, Spirit Halloween, like, mm-hmm. in... Um, I have one of those in my basement. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so yeah, like it's just like I I love like that character so much. So she's <laughs> she thinks that I'm an actual psychopath <laughs> because she's petrified of it. Like I um, uh, she used to watch movies like I said with my dad before, and um, and then uh, every September we kind of do like a little horror movie marathon type thing, mm-hmm. and um, she uh, uh, we watched. Halloween, I think, like almost like ten years ago now, and the whole time she was just clutching the pillow. Yeah. She was like thirty, just clutching a pillow. Like, see, oh though, my god, I would love to see that. Right, somebody still scared from a movie that's like forty years old. Right, I'm just like it's doing its job. Oh, still, yeah, no, exactly. So much time later, I'm like, oh. And that's what really bummed me out about um, when they were doing the uh, theatrical release of the original um, when 2018 was going to come out. Yeah, um, because there were people uh, in the theater. First of all, people that thought that they were seeing 2018 they were super confused about why it looked so old <laughs> but like when we bought the tickets they they were like okay this is the original you know that we're like yeah no shit that's why we're here yeah, <laughs> you like, know like um but yeah they had to be like okay well some people are thinking that it's uh the 2018 one and i'm like no like let's get hyped for the 2018 by watching the original yeah exactly and then it, it bummed me out though because first of all the sound was way too quiet and that movie needs to be a little bit loud like you need to feel no. Carpenter's score, like when it hits like the bass and the theme song, like you need that to feel that. Yeah. Um, but it it felt like if as if you're just watching like a DVD. So it was kind of mine was a bit off too when we went and seen it. Right. Something did feel off, but I think 
I could give a shit because I was just so excited. I was finally seeing it, it on the big screen. Yeah. I, was like, I don't even give a fuck right yeah. now. Like, I'm watching this movie on yeah. the big screen. No, I, I know. Yeah, it, excitement. It, it, it was, is a pretty cool experience. Um, but yeah, but people kept being like, they were like laughing and stuff. Oh, and, that's, that's the worst. Yeah. Oh and God. I, yeah, cause I'm sitting there like thinking that I'm going to like church basically yeah. <laughs> and just being like, oh my God, like I'm in the presence of Christ <laughs> watching John Carpenter's Halloween on, on the big screen. And then people are like, <clears throat> and then like when Michael's stabbing Judith and like, we can kind of chuckle at it because we love it so much. But like when other people who don't love it are like, ha it's a, ha ha, it's a different, yeah, it's a different laugh, right? Like, no, you're yeah, because because you're like, oh, this it, is stupid. We're laughing because it's like we love oh it so God, much, like. right? Exactly. And it so what if it's a little cheesy? You know, like we can acknowledge that, but like oh, yeah. it doesn't mean that like the movie's bad oh. if like Judith is making some weird noises when she's getting killed, right? Like <laughs> it's, but yeah. Um, why did I go off on that tangent? What were we talking about? <laughs> Oh, Halloween season. Oh, right, right, right. right. to be Halloween season. Yes, that's right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's... <laughs> um, so, you wanted to talk about uh, some stuff that you hadn't seen. Okay, well, oh. first... Okay, so I didn't watch Tammy and the T-Rex, but... I, I didn't either. Oh, okay. I so... thought... Okay, I thought you did. Okay. No. Uh, uh, everyone is freaking out about how awful this movie is. <laughs> but, like... But in, like, a great just way. Just the trailer Yeah, I know. I know. And I was actually talking to a buddy of mine about this. He's like, yeah, I watched it before, and it's a piece of shit. And I'm like, yeah, it's probably not the best movie, but, like, the company that restored it, Vinegar Syndrome, yeah. I think gives the movie so much more appreciation because they're putting the time and effort to restore this movie right. to look as best as they possibly could. And he's right. like, yeah, that's not going to help the film. I was like, I know that. Right. But I'm saying, like, I respect them for even releasing the movie and doing what they're doing for the film. Right. Because like, there is fans out there. There has to be. Sure. And I mean, just from the trailer alone, when they released the gore trailer, I was like, I'm going to love this movie. Right. Because it's so fucking bonkers and, like, a T-Rex ripping somebody's head off or, right. like, stepping on their head and <laughs> right. brains and guts are everywhere. And this is supposed to be, like, a PG-13 movie. Right. And then there's just all this gore in it. And I was like, all right, I'm totally for this. But right. actually, I got the... Uh, the 4K release, they did a 4K UHD disc, and I grabbed it. And I was like, oh, fuck, I gotta watch it. Yeah. But yeah, I just didn't get around to right. it. Right. That's funny. Um, and then you also watched um, From Dust Till Dawn yes. again? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. That movie is so good. Yeah. Like, I haven't watched the whole movie in a long time. Um, recently, though, so they took it off Shutter. Though, um, oh. I started I started watching it um, a couple weeks, maybe a month ago, and I got uh, just after the first scene because I love that movie, but I haven't seen it in a while. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, cool. I don't have to pop the disc out. Like I can just put this on while I'm yeah. doing dishes or whatever, right? And, uh, and I and I watched it for a bit, um, and then I went back because I was trying to show. Uh, I I was looking for a movie to watch with with the girlfriend, and uh, I was like. Oh fuck! They took it off. Like I was so excited to because I knew that you had just watched it. I'm like, oh cool, this is gonna be great. And then I'm like, oh okay, cool, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> you could just get rid of that movie. Yeah, it was funny because um, Amanda was like, we were looking through Netflix or whatever because we were just like, all right, we'll just get something quick to watch. Yeah. And she went on, and I was like, holy fuck, I hadn't seen this movie in probably like ten years. Right. And she put it on. And we were watching it the whole time. And she's like, I don't even think I've seen this whole movie through. And I was oh, like, really? oh my god. I was yeah. like, this is great. Yeah. But uh, that movie is so good. I love because it starts at, it's like a normal like Tarantino movie. Yeah. And then it gets fucked up. You know what I mean? Like but well, in like such a good way. <laughs> it's directed by Robert Rodriguez. Yeah. But Tarantino helped write it, so yeah. that's why it feels so much like a Tarantino yeah. film. And he's in it too, right? Oh, so his character yeah. is I, I so lo- sleazy. I know, I love it though. Oh my God. That movie, I don't know why this joke makes me laugh so much, but like it's I think about this line often and uh it's uh it's when the girl she's like um what's in mexico and it just deadpan cuts to tarantino <laughs> and he goes dead serious he goes mexicans <laughs> <laughs> and it is the funniest shit oh i honestly God. think that's like one of my favorite jokes in any tarantino movie <laughs> that was funny yeah um i i'll never forget though um first time i watched it and i was just like what the fuck because like when um george clooney comes in uh when after tarantino's supposed to be like watching the lady or whatever oh, when yeah. he's like come sit on the bed with me and then yeah, it's like so, so messed up creepy. i know it's oh, so God. messed up and then he's like i want to watch some tv yeah and it's like, uh, <laughs> all right so he's a convicted like sex offender yeah. and a murderer and he's just got like this 
soft, quiet tone with his yeah. voice, where he's like very inviting and very friendly. Right. And then Clooney comes in, and he's just like, "Where's the girl? What girl? Yeah. What the fuck do you mean the girl? The girl that we? Oh yeah, she's in there. Yeah. And it's just like, okay, something's yeah. up. Right. And then just kicks the door open. Yeah. But you don't see everything. It's, like it's little quick snippets. flashes, right? Yeah. And it's just like. Yeah, you know, she tried to get away, so I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, it's, but, yeah, it's, it's so, it's such a good movie, though. It like, really I, is. Yeah, it's a lot of fun, even though that sounds kind of fucked up, but, like, it, the movie. No, as soon as it gets, like, I don't even, the first part's, like, super serious, but yeah. once they get to Titty Twister, oh my god, it's yeah. like, that's the, what it's. It, yeah, it becomes a completely different yeah. movie. And, like, I love it because I hadn't seen it in so long, and I remember Cheech Martin's in it. Right. And he's, like, the... I don't know what you would call it, but like the announcer out front of Titty Twister. Yeah. But he's also border control. Right. And he's also the guy that they're meeting at the yeah, end of the yeah. movie. So I'm like, he's got three parts in right. it. And it's so funny because yeah. it's like you're watching. And it's like, all right, he's doing this. And now he's this guy. And now he's this guy. And it's like, I don't even give a fuck because it's just so funny that they did that. And right. it's kind of like Return of the Living Dead. And yeah. One and two. Right. It, yeah. But I like that that was in the same movie. Right. It's just so fun. Yeah. And that it's fun to see his character do that. Like the announcer guy up front, he's like, hey. "Pink pussy, brown yeah. pussy, you know, Spanish pussy." Yeah. And it's all. If you can find cheaper pussy anywhere, then fuck it. Yeah. He like stares at the camera. It's so fun. <laughs> and then even like Fred Williamson, right? Seen in it, like his parts in it's so good, right? Like, and Tom Savini's in it oh as God. fucking sex, sex machine. machine. And the fucking the gun, the cock gun, oh <laughs> it busts out. <laughs> I love it because Greg Nicotero's got the bo- uh, the beer, right? And he uses the bowl whip to get it, and he starts drinking, and he's just like acts like a big guy with a knife. And then you just look, the camera pans down, and the, like the dick gun comes out, yeah. and you see him just like slowly put the knife away, and he just gets up and leaves. Like that's amazing. Yeah, it's great. I mean, so I would get up and I'd be like, oh shit, yeah. he's got a gun there. Right. I'm not gonna fuck with this right. guy. <laughs> but even Savini in that's actually pretty funny. Like, yeah, he is. When he's turning into a vampire and he looks at his hands and he kind of grabs it yeah. and he's like hiding it but yeah. then his other one changes yeah. and he just puts him behind his back <laughs> and then he feels his canine and he's got the vampire teeth yeah. and he just puts his hand on his mouth yeah. I'm like oh my god no I he's, know it's, he's a great actor he though. is yeah. he's, he's hilarious like I like that he can do such a broad horizon oh of, yeah effects and yeah, acting like, and he's very talented he's very talented I don't give a shit like some people may have had bad run-ins with him sure. but like when I've met him a couple times, he was always like super friendly and appreciative. So right. that's why I like him so much. He's there was one time um, when I was meeting Robert England at Fan Expo. Um, two stories about that. One, uh, I happened to glance uh, behind me while I was standing in line, and uh, this is just after um, Del Toro's uh, "Don't Be Afraid of the Dark" came out, mm. and I had just seen it like the weekend prior. And I'm standing in line, and um, I just happen to turn around, and um, right behind me, standing there, is Guillermo del Toro, oh and he's, God. like, looking over at Robert Englund, and I'm like, hi? Like, I was like, hi, and he's like, oh, hello, and then he, like, walked away, and, like, he wasn't on the list of people that were supposed to be there at Fan Expo, so I'm like... What? Guillermo oh, del Toro was just standing behind me, and, like, if I didn't look around at that moment, like, I wouldn't have, like... Ever- known that he was there at all and right so like this is the most bizarre triangle i've ever been in directly in front of me was robert england directly behind me is guillermo del toro and then to my side is tom savini i'm like what the fuck is happening right now (laughs) because tom savini was at his booth signing things right and uh no one was at his booth at at that moment um but uh at fan expo they get kind of shitty if you walk up and like try to take a picture of the people. I know, it's it's really stupid. You yeah. know what I mean? Like they get um, these fucking signs. Yeah, it's just like no pictures. And they, and they will put like it up. and they will like yell at you like yeah. if they see you taking a picture. Like um, when I the last time that I saw uh, George Romero was at a fan expo, and um, I asked if I could take a picture with him because every other time I'd ever met him, he's like, oh yeah, like of course, yeah. like come back here and we'll take a picture. Um, but the last time that I, I met him, um, uh, I, I asked again for a picture and he just kind of like looked at his handler and the guy just like shook his head. And then he's like, you know, like the show has its own rules and stuff. He goes, you know, like, I, I'm sorry, but like we, we can't. And then, so I was like, okay, whatever. So then we started to walk away and then, um, my girlfriend at the time started to like raise her camera and they literally put their hand in front of 
And we're like, okay, if I won't be in the picture. Just let me take a picture of him. Yeah. Like, let you know what I mean? Like, and that's the thing. Like, I loved going to Fan Expo, especially when it was uh, Rune Morgue presents and all that shit. Right. But then, big cons like that is so annoying because you can't do shit like that. Right. That's why I'm kind of like going towards like the smaller ones. Yeah. I mean, it's a smaller room, so it's more interactive. Right. There's no fucking stupid dumbass rules like that, <laughs> and it's just. It's only horror. Yeah. The smaller ones. Right. You just... Everybody there is like-minded, and it's so fun. Right. And that's why I really liked um, the Frightmare in the Falls one, is because yeah. it, it has that feel of where it's larger, because it's in, like, the bigger, like, convention space. It's not, like, a hotel lobby or anything. Yeah. But, like... But at the same time, it also feels like a smaller convention, too, because yeah. it's just horror and stuff. And, yeah, you know, like, uh, that that show is really good. Yeah. Um, anyway, so, <laughs> to finish my Tom Savini story... Um, <laughs> So he was uh, um, uh, he was signing, but nobody was there, and uh, some guy was backing up to take a picture of Robert England from like a pretty sizable uh, distance away, yeah. and uh, he was like kind of leaning on Tom's table, <laughs> and Tom's like, "Sir, sir," and he stood up. And he was like tapping the guy's shoulder, and the guy turns around. And he's like, "Get the fuck off my table!" <laughs> and I was like, "There he is. There's Tom Savini, everybody." <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, it was pretty great. But, like, the guy was being an asshole. Like, he was kind of, like, leaning on the table. Well, yeah, because they have all the pictures. Yeah, exactly. And posters. And Tom's just like, sir, get the fuck off my table. <laughs> so cordial about yeah. it. That's the best thing. Yeah. Oh, man. That's yeah, it was, yeah, it was really funny. I actually remember um, getting, like, a rep, uh, reprint uh, Don poster signed by him. Right. And uh, I was like, can you, like, personalize it? He's like, sure, what's your name? I was like, Evan. I was like, could you write, like... I see you, chocolate man. Right. And I was like, he's like, I said that, right? And I was like, yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, yeah, sure. And he put it. And right. I was like, that's, that's my favorite thing on yeah. that poster. Yeah, right oh, now. that's fucking great. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, my autograph that I have from Savini, because um, I met him on the same day that I met um, Leonard Lies, the machete zombie from Dawn. Mm-hmm. So um, he... Um, Leonard sells um, these like machetes with the holes cut out in them. Oh. So uh, I was, and then the picture that you take with him is he puts the um, the machete like over your head essentially. Oh man. Um, so I have a picture of me with the machete zombie putting the thing in my head, right? Yeah. And then so I went over to, and I have the autograph from him, and then I went over to Savini, and then. I got him to autograph that, and then I was like, can I can I take a picture? And he said, only if I can do this. And he grabbed the machete, and he put the machete on my head, and I'm like, this is fucking great. Like, I, I'm amazing. like 13 years old. I'm like, I'm having the best time of my life. So, like, that's my Savini picture is him that with is a awesome. machete in my head, and it's fantastic. So, like, every day, because, I, I, like, I have it sitting in my, or on my wall, right? So, I'm like, just that's every day, I'm just badass. Tom Savini machete, and it's fucking great. <laughs> that's so, so cool. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Oh, yeah, and if anybody's listening... Zombieland Double Tap is a piece of shit. And don't waste your fucking time <laughs> right. in that movie. Like, oh my god, it's literally the same thing, just done like however long later. Right. And I it's could... over ten years. Isn't it two thousand eight? When eight or nine? Yeah. So it's been like fucking Jesus. That's crazy. Too long. Yeah. Um. Did you like Zombieland One? I got some enjoyment out of it. Okay. Especially because it was like you weren't expecting what they were gonna do, so they had like. When uh, Jesse Eisenberg is mm-hmm. going over his rules, I'm like, that's kind of cool. Yeah, he's got like a system that he follows and keeps him alive. Right. And I was kind of expecting that in part two. Right. But it's, they just go over the same shits, rehash, rehash, rehash. Right. And it's everybody returning from the first one, so I'm like, okay, well, you can't really fuck that up. Right. You know what tone you're going for and everything. And they fucked it up. <laughs> of course. And it's. Even Amanda was like, I can't believe we're watching this. I was like, I can't believe you rented this for $7. You gave <laughs> right. me money. I was like, oh, fuck. But yeah, it was... That's brutal. I was really disappointed and let down by it. Yeah. That sucks. <laughs> See, I, I wasn't a huge, huge fan of Zombieland 1. Um, a lot of people like jerk off over that movie. Oh, no, yeah. And I never really personally understood the love for it. Like, I, I mean, like, it's something they throw on on, like, a Saturday afternoon. But, like, mm. I... But, like, a mindless... Some, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, it's like, oh, you know, like, it's just, like, a silly, dumb movie. But, yeah. like, yeah, it, a lot of people, like, hardcore, like, love that movie and think it's, like, the best thing ever. But I'm know. like, oh, Literally the best about thing that. about the first one is Bill Murray. Right. Because it's just, like, 
he comes out and pretends to be a zombie. Right. And it's like, fucking shoot him right away. And it's like, oh my god. He's like, oh, you shot me. I, oh, I love it. And Woody Harrelson's reaction. Yeah. It's like, oh, he's like, Bill fucking Marty. He's freaking out. Yeah. That's, that's probably my favorite part in it. And right. then in the second one, during the credits, it's like a, a flashback scene. Right. With Bill Murray. Right. And that is the best ten minutes of that movie right. So I'm like, oh, oh. Yeah. I spent all that time watching it just to be excited <laughs> yeah. for 10 minutes. Yeah, exactly. That's so yeah, funny. I, yeah. That's brutal. Yeah. I, <laughs> um, our other topic, though, we were going to talk about remakes, though, right? Yes. Um, remakes and reboots, because I think there is, there is a difference. Right. And remake, to me, personally, is doing the same story or film over again, sure. just updated. And then I think rebooting is doing a story in that same universe okay with a little bit of like remaking it right and trying to make a franchise bringing new life into the same franchise just by updating right so a remake is just like a straightforward we're just going to redo the movie right and it's pretty much almost shot for shot half the time right and then a reboot is a little bit of that and then some new stuff to bring life into the franchise again okay that's how i sure yeah i i can agree with that um so what um, so would you classify Halloween 2018 as a reboot then? Yes. Okay. That is a reboot. Um, they go a little bit into like the old movie yeah. when the podcasters come and they talk about yeah. that, but then it just picks up and then it's, I say it's like remo- reboot and a sequel. Okay. Sure. Yeah. I can, I can accept that. And then, yeah. Um, then there are some not so great remakes. I would lo- okay. Let's go into this. What do you think are some not so great remakes? Okay, so we've talked about it before, uh-huh. and the thing that really killed it for me was the practical effects being taken out completely. Right, and it's the thing I think from yeah, 2011. Yeah, I was excited because when I watched Carpenters, like I'm like, it's a good movie, but the thing that really hooks me in is, like, the practical monster effects. Yeah. Because it's just so over the top. Oh, yeah. Like, fucking arms coming out of some guy's head, right. legs, and it's just people ripping open. That's what really reeled me in right. when I first watched it, because I was like, man, this is a Carpenter movie, but with, like, gore effects of Italian shit almost. <laughs> yeah, like, pretty like much. over the top. Right. And that's what reeled me in for the movie. And then, when I heard about... 2011 i was like all right well they're doing practicals that's great and even in the trailer i'm pretty sure like the first trailer they put out that's the practical effects makeup right. that they had done for it right and then you go see the movie and it's all cg yeah and i was like oh um okay the funniest thing um when i came home from seeing so i really enjoyed the 2011 thing the whole time i watched it mm-hmm. um and then when I really was like, holy shit, like this is awesome, was in that last end credit scene when the guy comes in the helicopter and then you, the dog bolts and then he's like shooting at the dog and then yeah. he's like, he's like, what the hell? And he's like, that's not a dog. And then they get into the helicopter and they start chasing the dog and it ends with like the thing theme song. Yeah. And it's like, that's fucking great. Because we went home, my dad and I were like, let's watch John Carpenter's yeah. The Thing. Like it leads so perfectly into that movie. And it's weird because... When you watch that movie, it feels like a remake, but it's supposed to be the prequel. Right. So, it's funny. Um, ha- have you ever seen the original thing from yeah, Another World? Okay. Right? Uh, 51, I think, 51. actually. Okay. Well, um, yeah. <laughs> but um, it's funny because... Uh, okay, so it's all based on a story called Who Goes There, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, John Carpenter... So, the one from 1951 doesn't really have anything to do with the actual story of who goes there. It, yeah. it is more like John Carpenter's where it becomes the people. Because in the 1951 version, it's just like a guy in a suit. Um, and then John Carpenter's goes back to the original story. And then it's uh, uh, the alien becomes you. And then, you know, it just transforms and all this yeah. stuff. Um, but it's funny because they took a lot of cues uh visually um from the 1951 version for the 2011 prequel to the 82 version like mary elizabeth winstead's hair and outfit looks just like the girls from the 1951 version yeah so uh yeah because it's actually kind of cool when you do like a little comparison though um but then it gets really fucked up when you try to explain it when you're like okay so it started out as a short story or a novella but then the movie version has nothing to do with that. But then the remake 
is a version is actually an adaptation of the novella, and then the 2011 version is a prequel to the 82 version, which yeah. is actually uh, uh, has uh, elements of the 1951 version. And everyone's That's like, "What the very fuck?" Weird timeline. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. So it, it's hard to explain, but uh, yeah. Um, anyway, so when when I was coming uh, back and uh, we were watching the 82 version again. Um, I was on Facebook and then I saw a girl that I was friends with because I in high school at the time and uh, she just posted a status that was like, I just saw the thing. Like, what the fuck did I just watch? And I'm like, have you never heard of the thing? Like, I, who the fuck goes to like the thing and like doesn't know about the thing? You know yeah, what I mean? It's- yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, because I commented, I'm like, she has no idea. Because I'm like, didn't you like the part? I'm like, we're connected to the 82 version. She's like, the what? And I'm like, oh, no. As soon as somebody goes, the what? Or what are you talking about? When you're yeah. trying to explain something very simple that you know is simple to you, it's just right. like, there's no chance. No, it, yeah, there's exactly. No exactly. But, um, yeah, another, I'm going to pick probably my favorite all-time remake would be uh, Savini's Night of the Living Dead. Oh, okay. And there's specific reasons. It's not just because it's Night of the Living Dead. Like, right. So, fuck. Night of the Living Dead was 68, yep. the original. Romero and Image 10, they were getting all the shit together for it. And it was originally called Night of the Flesh Eaters. Mm-hmm. They got a call, and I think just before pre-production or during it, and they're like, you have to change the title. There's already an, a movie called Night of the Living Dead, and it was like a foreign film or something like that. So they changed it to Night of the Flesh Eaters, but the trademark logo... Was on Night of Living. It was on Night of the Flesh Eaters. Night of the Flesh Eaters. Yeah. That's right. Sorry, yeah. there was Night of the Flesh Eaters, and they had to change it, so they changed it to Night of the Living Dead. Yeah. My bad. But they didn't carry over the trademark logo, so that's pretty much why you can see it everywhere. Like, yeah, it's yeah, twenty fucking hundred different yeah. DVD releases and all yeah. that shit by everybody, by yeah. Warner Brothers, by Fox. But you know, oh, it, know. it doesn't make a difference. So then, I was like, oh fuck, they kind of it wasn't anybody's fault other than the the company, company yeah. yeah, and then. Uh, Savini, I think, was out on duty in Vietnam when he was supposed to do the makeup for Fortnite. Yeah, yeah. So then when he got back and everything, uh, an opportunity came up for Night of the Living Dead 90, and he pretty, it wasn't anything for money or anything. He literally says, he's like, I remade it because I like the movie, and yeah. I did it so I could get as much people... From the original, yeah, to get to money, work yeah. on set and everything, and yeah. have like the production crew and everything from the original one, yeah, to actually make some money off of the name Night of the Living Dead. Yeah. Finally, and I was like, I respect that so much because yeah. he's like, he's not being an asshole about it. He's like, I'm going to help these guys out because him and Romero are like super tight, yeah, best friends, yeah. So there's that reason, and then I like it because Patricia Tallman, mm-hmm. Tony Todd, mm-hmm. Bill Mosley, um. What's uh, the bald guy's name? Fuck. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, and then um, William Butler. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just... Especially Tony Todd. They just give all fucking fantastic performances. And when you're watching him and he's talking about like being in the diner. And yeah. like, there was like three, four of them coming at me. And you gotta hit him in the head. And you just see the camera. It's like, it sees the fire. And you just see tears rolling down his eyes. And I'm like, that is fucked. He's like giving it it all right now. And it's so worth it. Right. And I mean, especially with the zombies. The way they looked. and I do like the zombies in that one. Because they're not not like super... The only one that I am not a huge fan of is the one in the cemetery. Oh, yeah. With the split. Yeah. I'm just not a huge, huge fan of it. But, I mean, the rest of it. Yeah, and... Even Bill Mosley as um, Johnny. Johnny, yeah. It's just so funny because he's going. He's in the movie for fifteen minutes, and when they get out at the the cemetery, and he's like, "They're horny, Bob. Yeah. They've been dead a long time." Yeah. I'm like, man, that's just so. That just feels like a Bill Mosley, like yeah. chop top and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. But I love that he's in it, and then when you see him fucking smack his head off the rock, I'm like, no, like, yeah. I know it's coming, but yeah. I don't want him to be, like, I don't want him to die because <laughs> right. I love his character so much. And then, yeah, it's, that movie got hacked to fuck from the MPA. Yeah. Because there's some work print footage from that movie. Yeah. And it's like, That's when they're better. going to fill the truck up with yeah. gas, and William takes a shotgun and blows his fucking zombie's head. Like, you see yeah. everything, you see the whole head exploding, blood and everywhere go. Right. 
But then when you watch the movie, it's just him. It shoots, and then it cuts to another scene. Right. Like, oh, so much is missing. Yeah. What are you doing? But overall, it's just a great movie, and people got to make money off of it finally. And right. It's just out there. Um, there's a, a movie, uh, I never saw it, but I, I, you're just reminding me of it. Um, cause I was thinking about all the actual like remakes that there are of Night of the Living Dead. Mm-hmm. Um, like there's Night of the Living Dead 3D with, um, Sid Hag, Sid Hag in yep. it. And I'm pretty sure, isn't Daniel Harris in that one too? Or is I that a different one? Cause I know there's also the animated Night of the Living Dead one, you know, like there's I a lot, there's a lot of, of um, remakes. Um, but there's one where it's kind of like a cool concept. I thought a, a, an interesting one, um, where, uh, these people go to this horror convention and then once they're in the convention, they find out that they, oh, yeah. they turn into night of the living dead. I don't remember, but I, I always wanted to see it cause I thought that was a really cool concept. No, yeah. I remember that now. Um, but yeah, um, it's interesting talking about those remakes, um, because, like, obviously we have uh, Romero's trilogy of Night, Dawn, and Day. Um, Night's been remade multiple times, obviously. Dawn has been remade by Zack Snyder. And everyone mostly likes that movie. What are your thoughts on the Dawn remake? Um, <clears throat> again, when I first went and seen it, um, I was excited for it. Right. But then you go and see it, and the thing that kind of threw me off of it is because one they're all running now yeah like they're super fast i'm like i don't know about that because (laughs) romero says it best he's like if you're coming back to life like you don't have these (laughs) movements yeah and i guess your legs would fall off (laughs) it's pretty much in that point it's like i don't think of it as a zombie movie i think of it as a rage movie yeah like 28 days later yeah they just happen to get bent and look all dead and all that shit right but i think I just had fun with it because I'm like, okay, well, it's them going to the mall again. Yeah. It's, it's stuck in the mall. It's the same premise, just right. like certain things happen differently. And then you get to the ending, and I was like, oh, well, I don't know. He's like, you want the one guy to be alive? And he's just like, yeah, I got to stay here now. Yeah. And, and then, oh, I forget the one guy's name, but the handlebar mustache. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's such a dickhead yeah, in the beginning. Yeah, the, the security guard. What's his name? I don't know, like... I don't know. Fucking keep talking all things. CJ. It's CJ. CJ. <laughs> and then he just turns out to be like a great character. Yeah. And, and you actually end up liking him after yeah. a bit. And then, uh, I mean, you get Ken Foray yeah. doing a cameo in it. Yeah. And you have Scott. Saying, you have Tom Savini doing a cameo. Um, you have uh, Scott Reiniger. Uh, yeah. The only person that's not referenced is David Emke. Yeah. Um, but there's a fashion store in that mall called Galen Ross. You know, yeah, so it's that's like, so yeah, cool. yeah. It's, it's it's definitely they they definitely knew that the, they were paying homage to yeah. what came before, and I, I thought that was cool. And I liked um, Savini's. Oh yeah, he's, so, say, he's yeah. literally saying the lines from Night of Living Dead. Yeah, you gotta hit him in the head. Yeah, and then you gotta burn him. Like right. man, that's cool. Yeah, it's tying some. Yeah, beat him or that. burn him. Yeah, he says it's, that exact oh, thing. Um, and then. You almost sort of need to have Ken Foray saying, uh, oh, when there's no more room damn. in hell. And him as the preacher, yeah. that's such a good take for for him to say that exact line. Because it kind of takes it out of the voodoo that it was in the original when he mm. was saying that. But then he's like a preacher. And it, that whole little monologue when it, when he's like uh, talking about like, um, he's like... Uh, uh, you, you have sex out of wedlock. And you oh, have man yeah, on man yeah. relations. And they're like, holy shit. And you're just thinking. And like in the context of the movie, they're not saying that that's actually what the, the politics of the movie, but you can see why that character would yeah. believe <clears throat> that this is why. Yeah, and that's some of my favorite parts. And I remember going to see it at midnight. Oh, yeah. And it was. I was just like, holy fuck, there he is. And right. I was like, oh shit, he's only got a cameo. Yeah. And then I'm like, there's Savini. I'm like, yeah, oh, fuck. that's fucking and then great. He's only a little bit in it. Yeah. But those two um, scenes are my favorite things about that movie because I'm like, it's bringing some of the old back into this. Yeah. And Ken Forey is just like, I like, yeah, me too. Um, and there's a lot of other references like like to the original. Um, the the truck that the um, the other the group of survivors are coming in on is the BP truck yeah. from the original. Yeah. And then uh, there's one shot when um, um, 
Sarah Polly is driving down the street, and then like a car comes and like smashes it into the gas station, which is a reference to Night of the Living Dead because yeah. he's talking about the car that gets oh, w- exploded with the truck and it's stuff, so right? Good. And but then um, above them uh, is. Um, uh, the the WGON helicopter oh, that they yeah, fly yeah, yeah. in the original Dawn. So, you know, so it. So I, I love things. when movies, when remakes, pay really good homage to their originals. I know. I hate when it seems forced. Or oh my god! Yeah. They um, talk about something that wasn't big in the original. Right. It's just like a small like event that happened. Right. Like, and that's what pisses me off in things like Force Awakens, where you know, like, and like stuff like that, where like it'll be like a joke, and then they'll like pick up like the training ball that like Luke trained with, and then it's like they hold on the shot, and everyone's like, ha ha ha, I remember yeah. that. It's like, fuck, just just let it happen. You it's, know what I mean? Like, it's subtle. You see Ken Foray <coughs> talking right. to the priest. You see the BP truck, it's only they get out, and they're like, wow, thanks for this great <laughs> BP truck. This exactly. 78 BP, you know what I mean? It's but like, I totally fuck. Agree. Like, like, it's just that I, I liked it and I didn't like it, but there was very few things I didn't like about it sure. that like made me hate it. Cause yeah. I, I like it. It's a fun movie to go back and revisit every once in a while. Yeah, it's it's a different tone from the original. Like oh, it, it's not super fast paced. Super fast paced. Um, I I like it. I don't love it. Oh, okay. Yes. You go. I'll talk, I'll talk about my part. Okay. No. Then. What? What were you gonna okay. say? And the whole, uh, they even like this is one of the things that I just said where they bring something in that doesn't really work with it, or it seems like we're the, talking about the baby. The baby. Okay. She's pregnant. I'm like, yeah. okay, okay. Which, which is a kind of also a reference to the yeah. original, and it's fine, right? Until you find out, like, oh yeah, she gets bent, and then it's like, yeah. oh, here we go, and then the shitty like. It's 2004, yeah. so I understand the CGI is not going to be that great, but the baby, yeah, oh just... my god. And then the, the pointless shootout between... I um, know. Uh, is it Tyrell? Some... It's something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to sound racist. No, but uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, him and the old lady, yeah. the shootout, I'm like, that's I, I could do without that. Yeah. Whatever. But yeah, that... Oh, you know what part does piss me off about that movie? What? With that annoying cute redhead girl who has the, the dog. dog and she's like Skip. chip it was, it's oh, chips chip, or skips chip, or whatever chip. it was why are you playing hole he's gone he's where is he where is he and yeah she's like, just calm down oh like we'll find god. him and she yeah she's annoying like when she dies i'm like thank fucking god yeah um i really like um when they're trying when him and uh e- well even the character the the black lead Policeman is named Ken uh, after oh, Ken Frey, right? Yeah. And and I love when they're holding uh, Vin Rod. Vi- yeah, when uh, when they're hold- talking to the the Andy the gun guy and they're yeah. holding up the signs and they're playing chess and that, stuff. And when they're doing that, it's just like a sense like there's still some civilization yeah. left. Like they're having fun and all yeah. that. And even when you go around and uh, they're playing that version of Down with the Sickness, yeah, it's like, this is great. And yeah. then you see the one guy from fucking um, Modern Family, yeah, just fucking this chick on an exercise bike and I'm like oh my god yeah it's just fun and you just see everybody like interacting like trying to keep it as normal as possible right and I like I like that part right. it's just like the original one they're all when they're, they're doing the montage yeah, amped yeah. up more yeah because they're, there's more people and they're doing yeah more exactly things. so that like I like that part as well right. that was good um and then uh day of the dead has been remade Ugh. well it's been remade twice and a sequel Exactly. Um, there's Fucking there's Day of the Dead 2008, and then Day of the Dead 2 Contagion, I believe, yeah. and then Day of Bloodline. the Dead Bloodline. And that movie is a mess. Okay, so Day of the Dead Bloodline, I think, is probably the closest as a remake to the original, Yeah. Um, in as much as they're in the underground thing, and there's isn't there a version of Bub? I think isn't there in that one yeah. in Bloodline, and it's fucking horrible. You no, know, okay, he's a zombie, but he's a sex. He's like, he like okay. really well, hitting on the chick, and I'm like, this is weird because he's that, like a rapist zombie, right? Um, okay, so I I didn't watch that whole movie. I watched the opening where she's like some like medical student, and then there's yeah. like a. Yeah. I was just like, oh my god, this has nothing to it do with bad. Day of the Dead. But it, it's really interesting because each so Dawn is technically a sequel to Night, and Day is technically a sequel to Dawn, um, but like. Every time they've remade these movies, they always remake them as their own separate entity. Yeah. So and it doesn't make sense because that's not how they were made in the it, first it, place. Right. It, that's what I'm saying. So like the Day of the Dead remake could there's nothing 
that makes it Day of the Dead. You could have literally just made a Night of the Living Dead movie, like that same yeah. script, and just called it Night of the Living Dead. No, exactly. You know? um, Do you remember in the the Day of the Dead one, um, the first remake of it, when, uh, sh- um, what's her face, um, Mia Savini, or, or no, not Savini, uh, <laughs> What's it from American Pie? Do you know who oh, I'm talking about? Oh yeah, um, uh, Mina Savari. I think that's what it is. I think so. Anyway, she, she she's driving, and uh, there's like some like weird like 19 year old like army guy with her, and she's like, "So what's your name?" And he's like, "My friends call me Bud." And I'm like, "Oh my god, yeah." Just like, why do you have to? It's like have oh. either have Bub or like, why do you have to make Don't that have awful? Anything. <laughs> yeah, like it's that's not a good reference. No, it's not at all. Yeah, it's so stupid. Um, okay, so let's uh, big one. I think we should talk about Halloween. Okay, because like, I when I found out about it, it was huge news to me. Yes, being pretty much our fucking favorite yes. film was the original. I have never been more excited for a movie, I don't think, than I was for Halloween 2007. I remember... I was really excited about it because I heard about the work print. Right. And it was like, okay, I'm going to try and get my hands on that and watch that first. And we were going to see it opening night. Right. But I, like, I can't wait. I'm going right. to watch it now. And I watched it and I was like, okay, it's a shitty quality copy. Right. I'll just wait until I see the the final product right. on the screen. And don't get me wrong, like, a lot of it was pretty good. Yeah. A lot of it was kind of crazy because it's Rob Zombie. Right. The whole prequel part of the movie is where I have a little bit of problem. Right. <laughs> I understand that that could fuck anybody up. Yeah. Living in a household like that. But, like, it's to the, the extent... The dialogue is ridiculous. Yeah, it's like... When you know it's a Rob Zombie movie. Oh my god! There's no yeah. fucking denying that. When, when it's just when he screams, "I'm a skull, fuck the shit out of you," and he throws all the <laughs> things off god. the table, or no, no, it's when he screams, "Ow, you fucking whore!" and he yeah. throws everything. It's like holy shit. Um, yeah, and then uh, there's just genius lines in that, like when it went, "Purge my snork all over them flappy ass tits." <laughs> <laughs> fucking like, genius writing there, Rob. <laughs> I know. Yeah, and then it, and then it's such like a slap in the face at the end when it's like in memory of Mustafa Khan. It's like, oh my Don't, god, yeah, yeah it's that like, part yeah, out. Please do not. Yeah, there. And like I said, I understand like maybe some of that stuff would really fuck somebody. Sure, up, and I'm sure like, it would, but even like the nonsense between um his sister Judith. Yeah. She's like jerking off this milk container. I'm like, why? <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? He's like, yeah, Elvis, my rat died. Yeah. He's like, oh, you're stroking it too much. I'm yeah. like, no, this is not. No, this is not Halloween. This, this is fucked up. Like, this is like House and, of a Thousand Corpses again. But it's weird because everyone in that movie acts like that. Be- I know. Even Lori, when Lori comes oh. down and she's talking to D. Wallace as her mom, yeah, wh- and then she she's like, oh, mom, Mister Nichols likes to rub me the oh, wrong ways, oh. and then she's like rubbing a bagel on her tits. It's like, it's like, okay, show that Michael Myers is fucked up by having a fucked up family, fine. But why is Lori like yeah, that? Why is she acting like and a I get, animal? And I guess you could say that she was like one and two when growing up in that house, so she, but that, I mean, that's yeah, analyzing it way too much. Because then every other character in that movie is like obsessed with sex too. I know. You know, like. But like, uh, Tyler Maine. Tyler Man's a good Michael Myers. I lo- I really enjoyed him. I he's, just like he's massive. Like he's a big guy. Yeah. And it like his you broad really feel is how big he is. Yeah. Um, and he's <laughs> you and I talked about uh, how um, how unmenacing um, uh, James Jude Courtney is uh, because when that scene from Halloween 2018 that that I, I showed you. Uh, when uh, when the kid's in the car and he's killing the kid and everyone's like, oh, it's so violent. It's like he's gently, like... Smacking his head on the gently window. Gently smacking his head out of the window and, like, the most, like, I'm so fucking bored <laughs> expression. And but then, like, like, Tyler Maine, when he does, like, a similar thing, like, um... Well, look at Ken Foray. That's that's what I was gonna say. That In, in that bathroom scene... So oh. it's funny because there's been, like, three or four Halloween movies now that have that exact same bathroom scene. Yeah. Uh, it's in six. I think that was the first time they did it when Jamie's in there and she hides the baby. Um, it's in H2O when the girl comes out and she's... That's right. Uh, and then it's in Rob Zombie's Halloween. 
and then it's in Halloween 2018 yeah. where he walks in and then you see his feet and shit. It's like, oh my god. Anyways, um, but he, when he fights Ken Foray in that as Joe Grizzly. I'm Joe Grizzly, bitch. <laughs> even better writing when he says, I got a taco deluxe oh. supreme taco back at me. I'm gonna be a while. <laughs> and, then it, and then he answered with going, so why don't you find somewhere else? Let me pass this beast in peace. Yeah. It's like, oh my god. god. Like, I'm so happy to see him and then he's just like talking out his ass. Right. Only Ken for it. And then even that character, because he starts jerking off to porno mags in the fucking... It's like everyone jerks off in this movie. It's fucked up. And like, that part's intense, but how they did it through so many movies, the fucking... The most effective one is 18. Right. When he's smacking his head against... I'm like, holy... This is brutal. I just wish that he was more as aggressive as Tyler Mayne was. Yeah. Because I still... Even in that scene... I don't think that he is as aggressive. Like, when you hear, like, Tyler, and he's like, <laughs> and he's, oh, like, yeah. pl- plowing Ken Frey into the thing. Like, that's, you're like, holy shit. But, you like, just hear the other guy just screaming. Yeah, and then J.J. Cordy just gently bashing the oh, head off man. the thing, right? Like, it, yeah, that's that's just the one difference that, that I've noticed between <laughs> those actors. Um, but, yeah, um, I, so, okay, so everyone gives the psycho remake shit for being like a shot for shot remake yeah but i with something like halloween where the story to me is perfect yeah i would like to just see if you're gonna remake it i would like to see that story essentially done but just modernize it you know um i wanted them to use the score more often and like other cuts of the movie do like the theatrical doesn't really use the score at all Mm. um except the Halloween theme kicks in when Michael's running down the school hallway. Oh, yeah, yeah, You know, yeah, it, yeah. it's like that, what a bizarre choice. For, that's where the music <laughs> to start, but whatever. Um, but then, um, uh, like I said, other cuts uh, use, like, Lori's theme earlier, and yeah. then uh, um, the shape uh, stalks Lori, as you, you know? So it's like, yeah. um, I wanted them to use the score more than they did. Oh, I know. Um, but, you know, it's better than the no Halloween theme in Halloween 2. Because oh, <laughs> yeah. they don't use that theme at all. It's but like, that movie's a whole fucking mess on its own. Yeah. And it's because of the Weinstein. Yeah. Um, Rob didn't even want to direct that, right? Like, yeah. I don't even think he wanted to do a sequel. And that wasn't his next movie. But they're like, no, this is your next movie. Right. And if you don't do it, like, you're going to be fucked, pretty much. So he made it the way he did was like a big fuck you to the Weinsteins. Right. And it's crazy because the reviews for that movie were like, this is the most original movie. And I mean, it is. Yeah, it, well, it's it is. very sure. original. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. But it's like Michael's walking around killing people, but yeah. he only does it. And he only puts his mask on yeah. when he's about to kill somebody. So yeah. a giant hobo walking around. Yeah. And then you hear him talk. Yeah. In the shack near the end of the movie, he's just like, yeah. screams at Loomis die and then they yeah. go through the wall and then they shoot him I was like that movie's this a is, mess this is weird and then they were gonna make a Halloween 3 to that yeah. where it's gonna be in 3D and Todd Remember Farmer was supposed long, to do it like, and they were talking about oh it my and I was God. like you know what Todd Farmer and I forget his last name but Patrick who directed My Bloody Valentine remake, right yeah 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 they're a great duo right they really work well together right and um that's that's another one actually My Bloody Valentine yeah 3D. the remake of it when they, uh, that was probably the best looking 3D right. I had ever seen. Because yeah. it returned and it was done really well. And yeah. I think a lot of that had to do with, like, Lionsgate was on board yeah. and everything. And it, it was fantastic. Right. I really like that. Um, what are your thoughts on the Friday the 13th remake? Okay, here we go. Because I was waiting to talk about uh, okay. it. Okay. <laughs> um, I love, like, Halloween's my number one yep. go-to franchise. But I like Friday the 13th. Um, the best thing about that is Derek Mears. Right. As Jason. That guy's fucking terrifying. Right. He runs, he books it after yeah. you. He is menacing as well. He's probably just as big as Tyler Maine. Yeah. And um, they pretty much showed... There was like the cold... Yeah, with the... Mo- cold it, opening was him as a kid. It's great. Like... <laughs> and it almost looks black and white. Yeah. From the lighting, yeah. but it's in color. That I loved. Uh, it shows him with the sack. Yeah. It shows I, him get the I, hockey I, mask. Thank you. I was just... And it's like, I wasn't expecting the sack head, no. but then when I seen the picture, it's, I was like, man, right. that's it's even fantastic. more fucking hillbilly, like, yeah. it's just tight, wrapped yeah. around, and just this little yeah. eye hole. But, um, that cold opening before the credits is probably the best 20, 30 minutes of the movie, yeah. because it shows, oh yeah, it's just kids going camping or whatever, and then they're, 
looking for pot. Yeah. And that's the only problem I really have with it. Like, if you smoke pot, you smoke pot. But the fact that it feels like Jason's protecting this pot field <laughs> almost. I'm like, that's kind of yeah, weird. Yeah, that is kind of weird. But when Whitney and her boyfriend go off and they yeah. find the cabins. It, that, look, that movie, I honestly think... Okay, so I have a... Uh, I have a weird relationship with the Friday the 13th movies. Uh, <laughs> in as much as... Like I said before, I started out with the gold standard of Halloween, and yeah. then I went to part three of Friday the 13th, and I'm like, this is fucking garbage compared to <laughs> Halloween. And then so I have a love-hate relationship with it. Like, I really... I enjoy the movies, but I don't think that any of them, except for parts of four and most of six, are good. Yeah. Personally, for me, like, that's how I feel about it. Yeah. Um, like, I love the game. Going back to, like, the Nintendo game. Like, I love, like, oh, everything so about fun. Friday the 13th. So fun. Uh, I love the music. You know, H- Harry Manfredini does good scores for oh. it. And, like, I love the so aesthetic good. of Jason. Like, I love all of that. Um, my only problem, though, is that the movies themselves aren't really that great. No. So that's why I think that it's awesome because as a fan, even though I don't think they're great, I still would consider myself a fan. Yeah. Um, to watch it start out, it says, like, June 13th, 1980, and I'm like, oh, shit, that's, like, the end. And then it literally ends with, I'm assuming it's Alice, but they don't say it, chopping off Mrs. Voorhees' head. I'm like, oh, shit, they did that. And then it shows Kid Jason, which is better because that just means that because the thing that's always been weird about that mo- that series is like Jason died. That's what started her whole thing going off, yeah. anyways. And then he goes from being like a kid to being like a twenty-five-year-old man. You know what I mean? Yeah. But even though he died, <laughs> but yeah. so it, it has never made sense. But when you start it in this movie, where Jason is a kid who watches his mom get killed, and then I think that change helped. That, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And then, so it just makes it better because then it makes it more realistic. And then, like you said, you have the baghead Jason. for the, Because you think, so it starts out with uh, the mom getting her head cut off. Then it goes to baghead Jason. And it's 15 to 20 minutes before the main title. Yeah. You think, you're like, oh, oh shit, this movie's progressing quickly. <laughs> like, people are starting getting knocked off. And you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then, like, 15 yeah. minutes into it, it's like Friday the 13th. After all those people are dead, you know? I still, even when I think about it, like, I get goosebumps because I'm like, holy fuck, that's so exciting. When he, he machetes the one guy in the head. Yeah. And the girl, Whitney, is like screaming and backing up. He fucking turns yeah. and books it towards and you see Whitney twirls, down, yeah, yeah. And then you just hear fucking ch Yeah. And the, I was like, oh my god, Ice what a way great. to start a movie. Like, um, oh, fucking You crazy. were talking, I, my parents will kill me if I don't tell this story. Um, <laughs> because it's the funniest shit. Um, when I went to see that, I went with my parents. And then I ended up running into a friend. He's like, oh, come sit with me. So I did. And um, so it was it, me... In front of my parents, then my parents, and then someone, like, beside my parents type thing. And uh, um, when you're talking about the pot, every mention of weed or pot, these people beside my parents who were stoned off their ass literally did the... I know, man. So, like, like, when... It'll be, like, a dark scene when, when like, the guy's going through the forest and then he has, like, the little uh, light and he goes, whoa, when he finds the pot, the people are like... It was like a dead silent theater. It's just the stars. Oh, so weird. Yeah, I know. It's fucked up. It was so funny. Um, my one of my favorite kills in that movie. Okay, that movie also has kind of bad writing. Like when um when, when the guy is having sex with the girl and he goes, "Your tits are stupendous." Oh man, that is so. <laughs> Um, but one of my favorite kills is when uh, the girl hides under the dock from Jason, and then you think that he's gone, oh, and then yeah. he gets her in the head and he pulls her up and he sees her tits back. Yeah, oh man, that was it's so, so funny. good. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So I I honestly think that that movie is probably the best Friday the Thirteenth movie because it takes the best elements of all of them, yeah. and then it still works. Like those movies are really they dated a lot quicker than Halloween's have for me personally. Yeah. Um. But then, like, that still works for, like, a modern audience. So you get, like, all the best things of Friday the 13th bundled into yeah. one. Yeah, but that cold opening... It's fantastic, sure yeah. It really is. It really is. Um, and then lastly, what did you think of uh, the Nightmare on Elm Street remake? <laughs> I love that movie. Really? <laughs> I do. All right, all right. Um, I, I don't like the CG, and I still don't like the design no. of and Freddy. Like, we're going for realistic burns. And I'm like, okay, yeah. it makes sense. But, but I don't think that looks. works in the context of, of yeah. this fantasy story. No, make you it know? look like a fucking pizza. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, Jackie Earl Haley. He's a great actor. Yeah. I, uh, I didn't like his voice as Freddy, though. No. And uh, you know what? I was like, 
okay, here he is in Watchmen playing Rorschach. Yeah. And I'm like, he's good. Yeah. I like this. So I was kind of expecting that energy. Yeah. And then you see him and he's just kind of like, oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what? Quit your screaming. <laughs> I haven't even got you yet. Oh, no. It's like, like, oh, my God, dude. Like, you don't need that voice. And every shot. He's like he's a short guy, so everybody's yeah. taller him. But uh, every shot, you like, could tell. Down it's a like I could take Freddy. I know I'd fucking beat him up. <laughs> I mean, Give you definitely love, could. <laughs> and there was just um, I forget uh, something Rooney. Uh, um, Rooney Mara. Yeah, even yeah. I liked her as Nancy. I didn't mind her as Nancy. Everybody else, I could give a fuck about. See, I love uh, the thing that I really liked about it was um, when they. Uh, I mean, obviously the whole point is that they don't go to sleep, but, like, when they start, like, just passing out and stuff, yeah. and then, like, when she's, like, walking through the aisle of the grocery store, like, to get more whatever she's trying to get, and then she just passes out, but she doesn't realize that she's fallen asleep yet, yeah. and then it, I don't know, I just really like that aspect of it, where they've, in all the other movies, like, you don't really see them, like, stay up as much mm-hmm. as you do in the remake of it, so they look so exhausted oh, by yeah. the end of that movie, uh, and you really kind of feel like, oh shit, like they're going to fall asleep. Whereas like, and I'm not shitting on the original, but like, um, you never, like Johnny Depp, it isn't exhausted enough to fall asleep. Like he's just a dick for falling yeah. asleep. You he's know like, what I'm I mean? Bed, yeah. Right. <laughs> Even though, but like he should have treated that more. I just like how it treated it more, more seriously. Yeah. 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 You know? Um, and then I did like that whole, when they tried to play it off as like, oh, um, uh, he actually wasn't. A child rapist and murderer. Yeah, when there's like that whole angle where, where the kids are like, "Oh, like you did this and you yeah. you, you killed an innocent man," and then it, and then you end up finding out that no, he he actually he really was. Yeah. <laughs> but but for a moment, you're like, "Oh shit!" They're making it not like Freddy didn't actually kill those people back then. So now he's pissed. Now he's trying to kill yeah. them, but like he didn't kill them before. But um, yeah, I I like that movie personally. There's certain things I didn't mind about it, and then there's a lot I didn't like about yeah, it. Yeah, that's um, fair. Probably main thing is the design. Yeah, he looked weird, and it, it's I remember going to see that with a couple of buddies, and they're like, "Yeah, it wasn't bad." I was like, "Yeah, it was good." And then I started slowly thinking about it. I was like, "There's not a whole lot I cared about." Yeah, I didn't no. care about any of the characters. Like, you care about Nancy because you see her stressing in the original one. She's yeah, like, I really like. Did, I need help. Like, yeah. Um, did you like? Um, when they did the homages, or I guess they're they're just kind of like ripping the scenes straight from the original. Um, the one that I didn't like that was way over the top was when he comes out of the wall in the remake. Oh yeah, and then he like has to like flash the the knives and stuff. It's yeah. like oh my god, just because it, it doesn't make any sense in the context of because. If the whole thing is that, like, whatever happens, like, in the dream happens in real life, there should be a cut in the wallpaper yeah. from when he rips through it, right? And that's um, the thing. In the original one, if something happened yeah. during the dream, like, the pillows, yeah. it was there. Right. But it, in this one, it happened, like, once or twice. Yeah, it didn't really it matter. Like, even even at the end, I'm just thinking about it now, when um, when they do that same jump scare with the mom, when Freddy comes out of the... the the glass to grab the mom he pulls her back in and then you watch the glass come back into the mirror and it's like well that's not the rules we set up for this universe so yeah that movie was a a mess (laughs) and it's not my favorite right i'll watch it every now and then to kind of like be reminded that it is garbage i guess um and one just quick honorable mention, mm-hmm. uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2003. Yeah, I like that movie. was incredible. It was really good. And I think it was so good because uh, the actors and actors, Jessica Alba, she wasn't bad. But um, I it still stuck very true. And they were very hillbilly in that. Right. And uh, uh, trying to think of his name. The Sheriff. Mm, Ari, uh, Arlie. Ermi. The... Oh, that, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, it's, he, he steals the show as a sheriff. Yeah, for sure. And, yeah. Um, really quick before we wrap this up, thoughts on the Evil Dead remake? I'm amazing. But I don't consider uh, it a remake as much as it, it uh, almost it's a separate movie because it's in the same universe. Okay. Because there are slightly different things about it. But um, very gory and very yeah. like intense at times i I, it's fun that's my my biggest thing is that it's not so much as like oh it's great acting great directing every it's fun 
It's a fun movie to uh, watch. We'll have to agree <laughs> to disagree on that one, my friend. Okay, I'm gonna have to rethink about that. <laughs> okay. Um. All right. Well, thank you everybody for listening to the sixth episode of Morbidly Deceased. Uh, I've been your host, JT McCallum, and I'm Evan Delworth. And have a spooky day. <laughs>